0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I'm Jesse McAnally. And I'm Andrew DeWolf. And you know what? The new movie of Dear Evan Hansen is mere months away, literally less than four months away. And a lot of people are discovering on watching the trailer that they had no idea what the plot of that movie is going to be about. Um, The thing on Twitter everyone thought it was is it's about a gay kid um, figuring out himself, which this show no. is decidedly not about at, at, at any way,
2: shape or form. So what is, what is this about? People haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen?
1: No, um, I'm willing to bet most people have only listened to the Cast album heard the waving through a window heard all that And like, it's like it's about a gay kid who's like on the outside always looking in um is that why is that why everyone thinks that this show is like super good <laughs> I, I can't say that because ben brantley saw the show like we know for a fact he saw the show live so um okay. and for framing me and andrew do not like this show we recorded an entire podcast a few years ago about how much we hated this show I
2: mean, you can still go back. I think, honestly, of the earlier episodes we've done, that one still that one still holds up
1: because of the legitimate (laughs) anger we both have during it. It's just not a good. It's just not. Let's just we'll we'll get into it. We'll We'll get into it. But first, I want to tell you a main reason why a lot of people are kind of nebulous on what this plot is is because the show itself, in all its promo materials, is being nebulous about what the plot is. Sorry. (laughs) Um, the playable description literally describes the plot as this: All of his life, Evan Hansen has felt invisible, but when a Tragic event shocks the community and thrusts him in the center of a rapidly involving controversy. Evan is given the opportunity of a lifetime—the chance to be someone else. <laughs> That—that—that's one way to describe it, I guess. It's not like inaccurate, though. You're but skipping. But it's definitely of... not a
2: representation of what happens in this show at all. I mean, I guess if you were going to summarize it in the most charitable and short way possible, that is a good way to do it. Charitable is the key word
1: there. I like that word. <laughs> <laughs> but f- this is going to be a handy reference for you if you want to be like, hey, what is that Dear Evan Hansen about before you go see the movie and give it your hard-earned money? Um, so, Andrew, how about we dive in? So it opens with Evan Hansen. He's got yes. social anxiety, and his therapist is having him write these letters to himself. <clears throat>
2: That's the Dear Evan Hansen. That's where that comes from.
1: Yeah, that, that's where the plot line of Dear Evan Hansen, the title comes from, is he would write these letters, Dear Evan Hansen, it's going to be a good day today because I'm so great. He also like prints them out for some reason and like carries them around with him. Yeah, he wouldn't. I feel like a normal kid would just write it in the notes app on his phone since
2: this is like an exercise for himself or like Google Docs and just like kind of leave it there. And yeah, like, just he, keep like, adding he, it like he goes into like the computer lab and like prints them out at
1: school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Re- <laughs> Let's just say for a framing device, this is a really thin premise. Like, and it's 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 very thin as a
2: way to set up the whole rest of the show.
1: Yes, it is. It 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 it's so nonsensical that when I tell people about it, they're like, "What? How does that work?" I'm like, "It really doesn't. It doesn't that well."
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's actually really important that he goes to the school computer lab and prints out the uh, the papers. I I, because- I don't
1: like myself papers.
2: <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's how. Uh, the, like, Connor character ends up with the...
1: Okay, so at the same time we're setting up Evan, we're setting up another family, the Connor Murphy family. Um, it consists of the Murphy parents, um, we have Connor, we have Zoe, we have so many folks up there, um, but the most important one we're gonna focus on right now is Connor, and how would you describe Connor?
2: Uh, Connor is the bully character from Doug. I don't know. All I remember about him is that he's mean. He's and then very he, mean. And then, spoilers, he dies. <laughs> oh my god, did the bully from Doug kill himself? Oof. Um, I don't know. Doesn't he wear, like, black clothes and, like...
1: Yep, yep, skinny like, jeans, a, all that. Long hair. He's, like, a, he's the bully from Doug. I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, But also, the pay's parents don't quite know how to handle him. Zoe doesn't particularly like her brother. It's a complicated family situation. Um, Evan goes to school, and he feels like he's just waving through a window because, you know, everyone's, like, through their phones. Apparently, this entire musical is supposed to be a critique of social media and how it takes off, and I just disagree with that entire premise as a human being. I
2: I feel like the best, like, the most charitable way to interpret this show is that it's a parody of itself. Yes. um, Because otherwise you have to you have to think that
1: it's taking itself seriously <laughs> so when we get to school we discover that Evan has a huge crush on Connor's sister Zoe and he gets like pushed around by Connor a bunch and Zoe's like just ignore my brother and then he's like oh my god I love you please please stay with me and then oh, yeah, he, she and, does
2: well he has he has a cast on this whole time too right yes we
1: don't explain yeah. that he does have a cast on and he wants to see try to get people to sign his cast cut to Emma Stone asking people to sign her cast
2: yeah uh, but Evan is uh, uh, um not friends with anyone so he can't get anyone to sign the cast
1: yes um and therefore we get more dumb premises later um so he had a really rough day at school so he's like i'm gonna go to the computer lab and write myself a word document letter about how today was not a good day and then print it. And then print it. <laughs> very, very rough. Like n- no teenager would do this. This feels like such a boomer idea. Like you gotta you gotta print it off. You gotta, you gotta print it off or else I, you know you did it. What is he gonna hang it on his wall? <laughs> <laughs> dumb premise very dumb premise and then who comes into the computer lab but connor who's suddenly acting out of character relatively decent um Mm -hmm. yeah he's he's just now
2: he's like i'm not the meanest person ever for some reason for this one
1: scene he he signs the cast like big across like across the arm like c-o-n-n-o-r like impossible to miss
2: which I assume is a jerk move on his part, like he's trying to prevent anyone else from signing it by signing but it so But it's large. framed
1: in the musical, like, hey, now we'll, now we'll be, like, cool buds and all that. Like, the premise of a friendship feels there. However, it is killed when Connor's like, oh yeah, you left your paper here. And he's like, and Connor, or Evan has written a little bit about how hot his sister is or something. Like, well, yeah, Of course. <laughs> um, uh, nebulous, because he just is like, and Zoe will never know me or notice me. And then he gets all angry. Connor's like, "What?" You say about my kid sister, man, and steals the letter and then runs off. Yeah. Um, All right. All right. That's the premise. Evan goes home. He's like, man, that was a really bad day. Next day, he's pulled into the principal's office. The mm-hmm. Murphys are there. He's like, oh no, did they find, did they find out I'm in love with Zoe? Oh, no. They're like, Connor killed himself yesterday and his suicide letter was written to you. And they pull out this self-written letter, Dear Evan Hansen. um, With,
2: with, with. parts about how he loves the sister in it.
1: Yeah, nebulous enough Or it could be about a brother and a sister and Evan's like, um, and he could just very easily be like, yo, no, this, this, I, 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 Connor didn't write this, I did and it's kind of a real mistake but the parents are like, no, no, this is the last bit of hope we're clinging on to that he had someone in the end and he's like, "All right," and they invite him to dinner that night and that's, that's this is when... the, the most paper thin plot it is possible. It, like it's situational comedy taken to the darkest degree yeah and, it's and like... here's here's the point where we pause and I want to bring up another film that I think handles this premise better have you ever seen World's Greatest Dad? <clears throat> I have not alright so it's about Robin Williams who has a very complicated relationship with his son who is very very mean and very antagonistic towards everyone very sexually explicit not a good kid um, yeah. and then he comes home and he finds his son has killed himself on accident doing autoerotic asphyxiation. Um yeah. so to save him the embarrassment his son the embarrassment of that, he writes a fake suicide note and hangs him and then calls the police and says that he committed suicide. And from that, he gets all the attention, all the sympathy, and then you get why he would write as he's a failed writer, so he writes a fake journal of his son and then gives that out there for people to read, and that gets like book deals. Y- there is the tumbling of like snowball effect in a way where it's like, especially if it's an older man. You, the initial intention was good, yeah. whereas here the item. Okay, round two.
0: Name something
1: that's not boring. A laundry. <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't think the initial intention was good in any way.
2: No, the initial, well, the initial intention isn't even necessarily there. Yes. He just is thrust into it and then doesn't say anything. He's just like, yes. oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take this and
1: run. <laughs> And he did get nervous. Um, He like that first conversation. um, He was nervous and he was like, "Uh, I I understand that. I will let that go as leeway for a character we've set up as like social anxiety problem. But then he's invited to dinner with the Murphy family. Um, And that's when he makes up a full ass story about him and Connor going out and having good buddy times and going having ice cream and looking at trees. (laughs)
2: it gets progressively much worse.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it's bad. And then they're like, Oh my God, he was such a good boy. And then they have an actual really effective moment. Like there's like three in this musical and here's one of them where they all reflect on their very complicated relationship with, there with connor so the sister's like you were always a piece of shit to me i'm not going to reframe you as not being a piece of shit just because you're dead um the mother is like oh my god my baby boy was always had a friend and always loved things he's so beautiful and the dad's like man uh, this this i gave you everything and you threw it away um fuck you kid (laughs) i think what i really don't
2: like is it has this kind of like um Evan is doing almost a good deed for these people where yes. I think objectively speaking He's he is doing n- a he bad is thing. not. It's it's like um and I feel like I talk about this in in our episode it's like uh those like people who say they can talk to the dead. Yes. you know? And it's like grieving parents and and people will go to them to be like I want to talk to my dead child, but you're not talking to your dead child. You're talking to this person who barely knows okay. them or doesn't know them at all and now all of your actual memories of your of your kid are getting fucked around with by this con artist you know (laughs) so like when when the mom is like oh yeah my my kid always had a friend and he did this and he did this it's like well no he didn't Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) now we have to talk about one of the worst songs in musical theater history which is sincerely me where evan and his frenemy um write fake emails from connor to evan between each other and they talk about like how much they were best friends and and how much they love trees and shit but there's also a bunch of gay panic where it's like but not because we're gay the only man i love is my dad i swear we're not gay yeah this is where
2: it it kind of just keeps going off the rails now it's like it's like at first he was just kind of thrown into it and then maybe he made up a few things because he was at an awkward dinner but now it's like okay Let's get I my pre-meditated friend meditated getting involved I'm premeditatively getting involved in making up fake shit about this kid and it somehow it still gets worse.
1: <laughs> yes um so from all these emails they're basically rewriting Connor's personality um for yeah. the parents so they have a much rosier version of him to kind of latch onto which is a lie um and i don't you should re- embrace reality um and not, not not feel like this is just like a series of lies being thrown at you
2: yeah and god i just i really wish there was anything in this show that was like
1: connor showing up and like confronting him about this shit more Um. well the thing is this musical does have connor come back um but we'll talk about that in a bit um then we gotta take the one step for it to get worse like this is how we end act one basically and it's gross um so he has a moment with zoe um, Connor's sister that he's secretly in love with. And he yes. makes up all these stories about how Connor loved his sister, resulting in Evan making out with God Zoe. Damn. Like without consent, like trying to kiss Zoe without consent because he's saying I love you as as Connor. It's gross. It's sickening. He and then he gets kicked out of her room, obviously. Well, yeah, because that's gross. That's sick. She's mourning her brother and you're just taking advantage of that to try to gain sexual favors. Disgusting human being behavior. Disgusting, horrible behavior. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all been pretty disgusting, even up to this point, but now, it's yeah, just like but this over is like the a top big <laughs> line cross. and we're not even at the end of Act one. Nope. Um. Ugh. So Evan or Connor's mom gives Evan a tie that Connor would never wear, and Co- Evan wears it to Connor's memorial service, where he has a speech at the, for the Connor project, which is this huge project he's thinking up. Oh wait, <laughs> which, hold hold on. If I remember rewind. right, the, con- the Connor so project is like we got to hold for a second. We're gonna rewind. Je- Future Jess, cut that part out. So after that, Evan goes home, and he's visited by the ghost of Connor. Ooh, that is like, man, you're doing such. Sed- great things for me this is so cool like man you've made it so I'll never disappear and I'll always be remembered um basically the ghost of Connor telling Evan take this even further <laughs>
2: yeah which I guess you could interpret it as that's really just Evan talking to himself about yes, how is. he should take it further but like I really just want the actual Connor like as his conscience to show up and be like hey you, you should piece fucking stop shit. you should
1: fucking stop <laughs> you know but the musical brings Connor in as his own like ghost character to have opinions and to reflect and he comes in and he's like man you've made my legacy go on you gotta take this further and therefore Evan has the idea for the Connor project which is this disgusting like suicide prevention thing based on a kid yeah that killed himself but had no friends on the basis of of so many lies
2: it's just it's him trying to make himself always be uh, in the center of attention yes it's just It's Evan just forcing himself into uh, everyone's minds, basically.
1: Speaking of forcing himself into everyone's minds, he's given a speech at the launch of the Connor Project, where he sings the most obnoxious song, the most nothing song, the song that is basically a political slogan at this point, Um, You Will Be Found, where it's like, no matter how dark it is, you will be found, but the thing is, Connor was never found! No, Connor, it basically
2: doesn't exist anymore. Everything about him is now lies, and honestly, no matter what, even if
1: Evan comes clean, I don't think you can fix that. No. This is the point where it crosses, like, this is frankly. As an uplifting way to end act one. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's a disgusting, disgusting way to end act one. Also,
2: doesn't it end with um Zoe and Evan now are dating as well?
1: Yes, she's like, Man, I I love you now. We're we're good. Um, because you know, you've made such an impact on my brother and my family through all your she yeah, yeah, your acts and wonderful deeds, and then she kisses him, and that's how act one ends. Yeah. So basically, he... And it goes you know, viral, so, like, obviously, the world is gonna change uh, now. Gotta see what happens in Act 2 to find out. And I,
2: I kind of understand that they're sort of framing Evan as, like, not the best person, but it's
1: really not enough. The thing is, if he had consequences for his actions, big consequences, maybe that would be better. Um, But he doesn't, so let's go. So... It turns out Evan's got a mother that really hasn't factored much into this and is now discovering like my son had like this best friendship that I never knew about and is now the fucking spearhead of this giant project that I also didn't know about. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? I- I'm pretty sure you had no friends. You, you would have mentioned a friend to me. And he's like, yes. Mom, you don't understand. Go fuck off. <laughs> Because, of course, Um, if I remember,
2: act two is like this is where they do all the ridiculous social media stuff, which is yes, they do. But we also
1: got to talk about the love song between Zoe and Evan, um, where every time Evan is around Zoe, he wants to just talk about Connor. And Zoe's like, we're in a relationship. Um, I do not want to talk about my dead brother every time we're around each other. And it's a really good song and a good moment. And I think it works. Um, I I just want to give credit words due for things I like.
2: Well yeah, because Evan has built everything on a lie. So without Connor, he has no no way into this
1: relationship. So yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he knows that, so he's like really leaning on that, but he's barely a human being is the thing. That's true. Um <laughs> so Evan goes to another dinner with the Murphy family to find out. Oh no, they've invited his mother to dinner. What? And like all the lies he's been telling the Murphys are being revealed to his mother. Oh no, no, and at this dinner, they they reveal that they're giving Connor's college fund to Evan. Oh man, that's so
2: good. I'm sure Evan won't take advantage of that at all.
1: Um, Evan feels that like he's more welcomed at the Murphy's house than at his own house, and his mom's always working and all of that. And they have a big old fight. Um, Alana, who we really haven't brought up, she's the one character of color in this, and she just kind of exists to like get the social media thing moving. She's mad at him because there's a lot of inconsistencies between the emails, because of course there are. Um, Jared, who is like his best friend and also kind of a weirder his frenemy jared um is very mad at him for a bunch of reasons so his mother and his two other accomplices are all yelling at him and telling him he's an idiot and that it's a good moment it's good to watch evan get yelled at yeah
2: though sadly he doesn't really get much comeuppance even after all this
1: nope he just got a really stern talking to um yeah so after like this really intense discussion with all these people, who shows up to Evan but Connor's ghost, yep. saying, "Hey, um, y- y- if you tell the truth, um, I'm gonna go away. No one will remember me, and the only thing that people will have of me is the shitty person I was in real life. Um, so d- think about me next time you're gonna think about this,
2: which is so absurd." <laughs> Like, having Connor be the advocate for Evan lying about Connor is, like, god damn.
1: <laughs> um, so, there's a lot of bad things that happen, but eventually, um, Evan's co-conspirators leak Connor's suicide note that Evan wrote about himself... <laughs> Uh, wrote himself as it's confusing, but you get it. And it yeah. now the entire internet is is like blaming the Murphys for Connor's suicide, the parents specifically, and they're like distraught, heartbroken about it. Um, and of course, at that moment, Evan's mom knows this is just one of Evan's stupid therapy <laughs> assignments. So that that revelation comes to her um there's and at that point evan decides instead of like dealing with all this he just screams out all the truth to the murphys and then leaves like hey i i did this my bad and then goes home
2: (laughs) not that that does anything though because everyone on the internet still hates them
1: yep so he destroyed their entire family life built them a throne of lies um and then kind of leaves he gets to leave
2: Yeah, he just gets to leave. They still have to deal with everyone blaming them for Connor's death and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. He goes home to his mom, and they have a moment where she's like, "I was not a good mother because I was just really, really busy, and like, I'm sorry I worked so hard to give you a house, you fucking piece of shit." Yeah,
2: Evan, Evan gets an apology in this in this show.
1: Um, yeah, um, <laughs> and then after that, we cut to a year later. Oh my gosh, Evan is working at Pottery Bard, and he is like going to community college next semester um and zoe and evan meet at a park bench and they forgive each other um and it brought the family closer together um yeah it did i'm sure (laughs) and then evan finally accepts himself and that's how the musical ends I think we didn't
2: mention that his cast was because Evan had a suicide suicide attempt. Yes.
1: At some point in the midway through act two, um, we learned that he had a cast on because he tried to commit suicide by jumping out of a tree,
2: which, yes, that's not good or whatever, but it kind of just feels like a desperate ploy by the show to make you feel sympathy for Evan. Yep. (laughs) And it is bold of you to say the truth like that. It's like, yeah, I mean, sure, he made everyone, like, worse, everyone's lives worse. But, like, he was also sad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he also tried to kill himself, but he did it first before Connor. Yeah, he's, he's the OG. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disgusting look at suicide. I know we're laughing about it, but it is a, just because of how well, surreally it's, disgusting it's, this frames it. It's
2: not because suicide's funny, it's because this show is so ridiculously out of touch with how you should handle this
1: yes. subject. <laughs> and uh, it's shocking to me that most people don't know the plot of this. And I hope that this helped you figure out what the plot of Dear Evan Hansen was. Um, Now we got to address the movie because of course we do. Um, You've yeah. seen the trailer. I mean, yeah, it's about a,
2: it's a college student who has gone back to high school for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's a I big assume. change,
1: big framing change. It's a I big framing say. change. Yeah. um, It's about a senior <laughs> citizen trying to go back to high school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just got out of the retirement home, and he's going back to school. He wants, but first his, he got like, Jerry Curl. Do? He
1: had to get the Jerry Curl done first before he went <laughs> back to high school. Yeah, yeah. So they say they're going to make changes to give him more of a comeuppance in the movie. Um, it doesn't look like they're going to do that. It looks like just a boringer version of the same Broadway show.
2: If I were to guess, they're probably going to get rid of the scene where he like kisses Zoe and she doesn't want it. Yeah, I
1: guess. yeah. Or, or I, I feel like that's such an important like stupid plot. Most moment that maybe they won't yeah but it's
2: so gross i don't know
1: and the f- i i don't know about you if i was in zoe's position i would never date anyone that ever did that to me oh hell no no and it makes zoe seem like a much worse character because that happens yes and because she forgives him at the end which is yes like... no, no 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 you get the fuck out you kick him in the balls and just leave him on that park bench it's like yeah i'll meet you i'll meet you at the fucking orchard <laughs> then you got a bat <laughs> um so yeah we'll see how the movie does i'm sure we'll do something when that movie comes out we'll do a podcast episode and if you want to go even more in depth than this we did a full podcast episode on dear evan hansen a few years ago where so i'm check that sure out.
2: i spend most of the episode explaining the plot and like yes, screaming and it's about funny.
1: it it's hilarious <laughs> we've calmed down a bit after a couple years but my god dear evan hansen yeah um, it's not good it's not, not. good And it's gross. And also, let's not ignore that the only reason why Ben Platt's in the lead of the film is because his daddy's the producer, nepotism king! Uh,
2: what are you gonna do? Um, this, my, honestly, my biggest issue is that this, this show does not deserve a movie. It barely deserved, deserved a musical. It's just, I don't understand how you can write something that's this just ethically gross and be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's a good, that's a good show. And then I guess it really just, it gets a free pass because the music is... Is good
1: Yeah, it's actually a damaging show. I do I would not want kids watching this. And the message it gives is disgusting. It
2: really is. I mean, literally speaking, the message in here is like if somebody commits suicide, it's a good good thing for you to make up lies about them to their family and like that's what they would want, because the ghost shows up twice and is like, Yeah, you should keep
1: doing this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was their get out of jail free card. Well, no, we have these ghosts come back and say it's great, it's cool. Yeah, except for no <laughs> No, are you stupid? And then of course, like dating the fucking sister. Jesus Christ. There's so much shit. So much disgusting shit that Evan does. And people will message me like when I started making tweets about how bad the movie looked. That musical saved me. It's about it's about social justice and all that. And it's not. It's like the opposite. <laughs> There's another argument, and I know we're getting close to the end of the video, but I, that people bring up that it's autistic representation in the character of Evan, because I'm going to tear that down a bit. A, no, it isn't because it isn't in the text. You can performatively be influenced by something, but it is never stated in the text. So it is not that B, yeah. if it was, it would be bad representation because honestly, it makes the idea that that it feels like an excuse to say, like, he does these terrible things. Because oh, he does these terrible
2: it. things because he, he doesn't know any better well
1: because he's autistic and the thing is that implies that autistic people are not in control of their own abilities emotions and feelings which of course they are and that's a horrible framing
2: plenty of autistic people and none of them would ever do any of the no one would even consider
1: this shit no matter how much social like anxiety they have about situations and just three like no it's not and the fact that you're trying to claim that as this is okay because of that no are you dumb I would also say that he doesn't even have that much anxiety in these social
2: situations. He's able to go to this dinner and make up lies about Connor. Like, that takes a lot of, like, confidence to do. Like, I don't think he's actually that anxious about it, to be fully
1: honest with you. Yeah, I think <laughs> he he's just a compulsive liar that has, like, a framing of being nervous on the outside. Yeah, he's go. just figured it out, kids. He's he's
2: framed as nervous because he want, the show itself is telling the audience... You need to feel bad for this person because look at they're so nervous and like they're so anxious, but like he's just compulsively lying. People that are really anxious aren't able to compulsively lie like this. Like, yeah. you
1: know, <laughs> but you know what? I think I, I i think we've said enough about this. You guys now know the plot of Dear Evan Hansen. Um, are you still excited for the movie? Um, do, Are you curious as to what they'll change? Let us know in the comments below. They're gonna have to change a hell of a lot to make me like it. <laughs> yeah, but you're still gonna have to see it in theaters, bitch. <laughs> Wow, well,
2: you gonna fuck yourself
1: <laughs> All right, guys, We'll see you next time. Peace.